0: Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios hanging out with you where sports truly meets that thing called life. We appreciate you being here with us every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time right here inside of these Cafe Kubal Studios. Cafe Kuball located for you on 3501 James Street, 324 West Water Street, 401 Salina Street, all in Syracuse, New York. You can also find them by going to the corner of Route 11 and Taft Road to Sweetheart Corners, in North Syracuse and their drive through location. And you can go to 343 Fayette Street in Manlius, New York. So make sure you head out to Cafe Kubal today. Fill your cup up right. And on a day where you need to warm up like today, make sure you head out there and support local. With that being said, we're happy to be with you worldwide here, Central and Upstate New York, East Coast, the West Coast, the Midwest, and around the globe on YouTube.com and Facebook.com, both backslash DT, and, of course, on WakeUpCallDT.com podbean.com. Happy to be here with you in our live internet streaming radio opportunity as well. So however you're connecting with the show, we appreciate you being here. And we have an awesome show for you today with teams that have won state championships, vying for state championships, as well as a really cool connection to the community. So inside of monpazpopcorn.com is what's popping. Starting the show off with Frank Calabufo, the head coach of the West Genesee boys ice hockey team who just hoisted the 2023 New York State title. We'll be talking with him momentarily after having him at the Wildcat Sports Pub with his team who set out to do this, said they were going to do this, sat on the couch with me about doing exactly what they did, and then turned around and took those words, turned them into actions, and brought a state title back to West Genesee. And then we'll have Odyssey Jones on the show around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Odyssey Jones played offensive line for Syracuse. His name is Omari Palmer in WWE NXT. He is Odyssey Jones. And he'll be joining us to talk with us about his career. And then Mike Wheeler and Ryan Blackwell join the show in hour number two. Mike Wheeler looking for his state championship in his first season with the Liverpool Warriors girls basketball varsity team. Him and the team will be heading out to the Final Four for states. Ryan Blackwell for Liverpool boys basketball will be heading to states as well, the Final Four, and we'll round out the show with the ingredients to success proudly presented by Avicoli. So with all of that being said, Frank Calabufo, you should know the name. I'm sure you do know the name between Frank, his children, and all of the fantastic teams he has had. If you walk inside of the Wildcat Sports Pub on 3680 Milton Avenue, there are more than enough things on the wall. I think there there's basically a West Genesee boys' ice hockey wallpaper because of the championships that they've won and the things that they've done. So that being said, I proudly welcome in a friend, Frank Calabufo. Frank, how are we doing today? Doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and, and Frank, I mean, I, I said it and, and I mean it wholeheartedly. You know, you you, you have a lot of wonderful banners and, and pictures and whatnot at the Wildcat. Are you are you planning on just kind of taking maybe a corner of the Wildcat now with this new banner and to have just a West Genesee boys ice hockey section?
1: <laughs> no, no. We, uh, but I have to say, it's uh, you know when you win in Camillus, like it's 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 you know it's bigger than it's bigger than you, it's bigger than the team. It's it's something that the community really cherishes and, and shares in with you. You I know, mean, it's it, it's pretty special.
0: Yeah, you know, and and Frank, I know that you know you're a humble person, and and you give a lot of credit in other places, but this run has to be uniquely special to you. And I'd love to. You know, from your eyes, from the beginning of the season to a police escort back to West Jenny after being state champions, bring me through what that looked like through your eyes.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think quite honestly, it started when we left Buffalo last year, losing to Suffering in the state championship game. Um, you know, I think there was a resolve and out of that locker room. um on the part of the kids that were returning um not just to make it back there but to try to to try to finish the not just for themselves but for the seniors that didn't didn't have the opportunity to to, to raise the banner a year ago
0: yeah, and like you said i mean it, it starts last season in the title game last year to go through that and to have you know this team endure such a thing i mean how did you see them respond almost immediately be it in a practice be it in a team meeting how did you see this team really show you and say you know what coach we know exactly what we need to do and we're going to get ourselves back there like hey how how quickly did you see that focus
1: well i think you know we start training camp september 27th and, and uh the one thing that that we you know we try to drive home is that you don't get to start where you finish yeah right so like you gotta you start you have to start over it's a new group new leadership um but the torch has been passed you know what i mean and the the culture is the same and um so there's a blueprint and you gotta buy in and you gotta do the work and it's and it happens every day and um there's no days off and there's a, there's just a resolve and it, it doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to play your best every day and and there's going to be adversity along the way. And there's going to be bumps in the road and injuries and illness and all those kinds of things. Like every team has to find their way through. And, um, but having the experience of, of, of getting all the way down the road the year before, um there was a confidence uh, that kept growing, uh, you know, with with each day and with each challenge and with each game. So um, you really started to see it. And then, I mean, you know, we ended up going to Baldwinsville late in the year and losing five to four and losing the one seed in that moment. And then all of a sudden, we became an underdog, and that may have been the best thing that happened to us looking back because that's where they really dug in and 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 that's where you saw their championship characters start to come out and from well, we didn't lose another game after that, so I think that you know that was where it happened.,
0: uh, and like you said, losing that game and and losing the one seed might have been the best thing for you when those moments happen and they occur. You know, I've talked to coaches of all different sports about this is, is there ever a good time within a regular season to lose a game because of what it taught, because of what it does? You never want to lose anything, but when you do, like you go back to that game, you know, you've, you've been a coach for, for so many years at West Jenny. Did, did you feel in that moment, even before you saw what the team did after, did you kind of get a sense for, Hey, this could be our moment that we can take this bad thing and make it into something special.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes you don't play well and you win. And other times you you play really well, but you just, you play a better team and you know, whatever, you don't get puck luck or whatever happens and you lose. So like the, the, you know, the winning or the losing, that's kind of an outcome, right? And a lot of that is beyond your control, but what is in your control is how you play the game and how you approach the game. And I think what, what we learned as a group is that if we if we don't execute the game plan if we if we get away from what works if we get away from our our formula then then we're we're vulnerable and i think that was what what we learned i think that's where it happened it was like okay you know like we have to be true to ourselves we have to be who we are we can't get bored with how we play the game like and we have to just buy in now completely and that was the that was the teachable moment there um and i think you saw from that moment on we just continued to grow and get better and yeah like what they did this weekend in in buffalo was it was amazing. It was really, it was, it was, I was so proud of the way the way the kids approached the weekend and and the way they executed against very,
2: very good opponents.
0: And coming here from Frank Calabufo, the West Genesee Wildcats boys, uh, boys ice hockey head coach and celebrating a New York state title here. And, and you and I were talking off the air about it, that when you came home and you had that police escort, and you were greeted by the community, and you made mention of it too when you win in Camillus. It's it's different. It's not just winning at the high school. I would love for you to bring me into coming home in that police escort, seeing the support, and then heading uh, head, heading over and and seeing everybody on the ice. I mean, there's there's and and I've talked about it for what seven years now. There's an element to the West Genesee community that is unique. It is special. It is deep. And I know that you and I were, were talking about it and I'd love for you to share that.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm born and raised in Camillus myself. I played here. Um, you know, went to school here, like, you know, and have had the, had the privilege of coming back and, and, and coaching this team now for the last 29 years. And and it's it's humbling it, it truly is like you know we're 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 on our school bus and and buffalo and we're leaving and then i mean, first of all the text messages that you get from from everybody throughout the years i mean and this this touches like the the, the the little kids the youth kids you know that they come to all our games and, and you know pump this with the players as they come down the runway and but then the, I'm getting text messages from my goalie from the 2001 state championship team, who's now, you know, an adult with his own family, and, and and the memories that come flooding back, and 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 all the kids that have played, you know, from way back then until now, and the, you know, and like I said, the young kids, the aspiring kids that want to be here someday, you know. So you're getting all of that, and then you're getting the text messages about hey, you're going to meet the police at exit 39 and then you're getting text messages from the fire department because they want to know an estimated time of arrival so that the fire trucks can be there with the arches set up and and the school principal texting you because is it okay to to put out on social media, you know, to, to the community so that they can meet the team when they get off the bus. And, like, I mean, it was just... It was just surreal, like to be a part of it. And then you get to 39, and you see the the police and the sirens and the lights. And then you get to West Genesee Street in in, in Camillus, and all of a sudden, all the side streets are blocked, and and like people are slowing down and cars are honking their horns. and You're like, and the kids are on the bus taking us in, like, like it, 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 like it's you're trying to process what you just did and what it what it means but not not just so much to you but like to this community this town like the, the village like what like everything that you know what it, what it, you know the connectedness that everyone seems to feel and share in the investment in in the program and the pride in the community and then you get off the bus i mean the bus hit literally i mean the the street was jammed both sides of the street and all the cameras are out and 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 then you get you get to the rink and everyone's there and then you know obviously the seniors step off the bus first with a plaque and just pictures with the youth kids and moms and dads and grandparents and the whole thing and i just then the police are there and the firemen are there and like you know thank you to all of those people that that helped make this moment possible for for everybody you know what i mean like i just it's just it's hard to put into words it's just like what you're feeling in those moments like but you clearly get a sense that what you did is way bigger than a game
0: yeah you know and 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 it is you know what i mean and and that's that's the beauty of it that the community like you said the way that they come out the way they support they support the way that they love and appreciate do do you allow yourself frank i mean in the moment i'm hearing you talk about it and it's creating emotion in me in the studio this morning, because I've gotten to know you over the years, because I've gotten to know the community, because, you know, I've seen just how special these moments can be. So from my perspective, I get emotional because you get invested in the players, you get invested in the coaches, you get invested in the teams. Did you allow yourself to have a moment where you where you just had you felt that you you felt that emotion and kind of let it run over you? or, Or did you wait until you got home for that?
1: No, I mean you—you you can't help but feel it, you know. Like there's, there's so many emotions. I mean, even as the clock is ticking down and you're standing on the bench, and you're, and you know, and you're looking across at the the huge West Jenny student section, and then like my wife and my children in the stands, and and my dad filming for you know, he's been filming these games since the oh one state championship, you know, and like it, you can't help but it. First of all, it's humbling, and then just the the wave of emotion that you feel like i looked at my assistant coaches and was like like we just won the state championship and (laughs) like you know it i mean it was six nothing you knew it it was going to happen and but yeah when it does it's just like until you can experience that like i don't it's it's just it's just it's powerful
0: you know and and like you said that, that moment, that, that powerful and and special and incredible moment. I mean, we look at the fact that not only did you win this state title, but we go back to these games and root to it, Ithaca, Pittsburgh, Suffern, you didn't allow a goal. So, I mean, to, to, to reflect on that, to reflect on the defense of this team, to reflect on, you know, your goalie and, and just what, what that's, side of it means because we talk about yeah you score goals you want you got to get out there and do something but at the same time you have to prevent your team not only won a championship you outscored those three opponents in the run to the state title 12 to nothing i'd love to reflect on that
1: yeah i mean you know we this team put up staggering offensive numbers i mean i mean at the end of the day this team scored 156 goals and everyone talked about how how offensive this team was and certainly they were if you score that many goals I mean mean, you you do you are you are very offensive I mean Will Schneid ended up with 40 goals and and 77 points you know like um so we definitely had that but that's not really who we've ever been as a, a program and I, I i that's that's not been our identity like our identity has been defense first blue collar block shots be hard to play against and in and if you go back to that regular season game against Ballinsville where we lost five to four and like that was the conversation like okay we're we 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 scored four goals but we lost like it's not that's not who we are. We're not a team that gives up five goals. So like, we have to address that. And, um, that's when I say, like, I think that's where we had gotten away from our identity a little bit. And we realized that like, we're not going to go out and outskill teams we're not going to get in track meets and expect to win. That's not who we are. That's not how we're built. And we've never been that way. So like, let's just go back and, and, and and, and kind of be true to ourselves, accept who we are and play our game. And that's what I mean. That's the maturity. That's the experience. That's the leadership. You know, 10 seniors in the room and Will Schneider's not not coming back. Um, you know what I mean? Like that was a decision. It was a conscious choice they made to say, Hey, you know what? We got away from who we were. We maybe got a little bored with with, with the way we were playing and we got to go back to that. And, 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 from that game on, it was amazing. It was, and in the playoffs, you know, like, you know, syracuse, you know, Syracuse was in the semifinal was four nothing two one against Bevel in the in the section final, and then it took a Pittsburgh suffered three shutouts in a row to close it out. Like, you could see that it, it got back to. Being hard to play against, be above pucks, block shots, play a simple game, and and they were rewarded for it. So, and you know what? At the same time, they were scoring goals. It's not like we stopped trying to score goals. We scored six goals in the final, so it was still a fun way to play.
0: And before I let you go here, Frank uh, Frank Calabufo, West Genesee Wildcats boys ice hockey head coach here here on the show, we were talking about that loss to Baldwinsville and what it did for your team. You played Suffern earlier on in the season as well on December 29th of 2022 and lost two to one. How important and how vital was seeing Suffern at that point in the season and and to go up against them and face them and see who they were and see who you were against them? How, how great of a teachable moment and how important of a piece was that when you got to see them again in the state title?
1: Yeah, Suffern's a team that they come to our tournament every year. We've got a good relationship with Suffern, but at the same time, it's been a, it's been a, a a very good rivalry. Um, we've played them a lot in the state tournament, either in in um, in regionals or semifinals, um, you know, or state championship games. So they're they're no they're 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 no stranger to us. Like they know us, we know them. Yeah. Um, obviously, they beat us in the state championship last year, and then having them back in our tournament this year, and they beat us again. So. Um, but seeing them and seeing that it, it you know, it was, a, it was only two to one and we outshot them in, in show park you know, in December. So it was like, this is a winnable game. We've definitely closed the gap. They still have some pieces there that we have to find a way to overcome like your goaltender. Um, but it was a game that, um, we could go into with the confidence that, Hey, This is this is this is doable. Like we we we've closed the gap on them, and now we just gotta just continue to be true to ourselves. And 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 that way, the familiarity probably helped us a little bit. You
0: know, you mentioned Shove Park, and again, we were talking off the air about you know the celebration, the fans, the connection. Shove, I mean, to you when, you, when you've had so many memories, so many years, so many moments there, Frank, when you think a show, when I say Shove Park, you think blank. Fill in that blank for me because you have such a deeply rooted relationship with that arena. So when I say Shove, you say what?
1: I say home. It's really, it's 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 the home of West Genesee hockey. It's, uh, there's a... Uh, there's a, a security there. There's a pride there. Um, you know, you know, it's it's the place the kids don't ever want to leave. You know what I mean? Like getting the kids out of the locker room—that might have been the hardest thing we had to do all <laughs> year. You know I mean, they just don't want to leave there. Like it's 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 uh, their home.
0: So the question is: twenty-nine years. What does your thirty look like, Frank?
1: Well, like I said, you don't get to start where you finish, so we're going to go right back to work at the end of September and start building it all over again.
0: Frank Calabufo, and I, I can't, I can't honestly, Frank, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to tell the story and, you know, trusting me around the student-athletes and giving me an opportunity to speak with them and to speak with, with you, not just... With a state title but with everything that you all have done it it's it's truly an honor and it's a privilege to know a coach like you and to be in a community that you know has coaches like yourself that that not only build success but they sustain it and they stay in the community and they continue to build up the community so i know again you know when when i've given you accolades before you kind of just nod and say thank you but you you know, beyond championships, you've been very good to me, and you've always opened the door to your team,
1: and I want to thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. I appreciate you telling the story and covering covering local sports.
0: And coming from Frank Calabufo, champion here in 2023 with him and his team. Go celebrate, Frank. Do something nice for yourself. Go somewhere where there's not snow for a couple days with your family, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Frank. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Take care. That coming from frank Calbufo one more time here on wake up call with dan Tortora, where sports meets life listen i love the snow but i was just down in greensboro and there's no snow down in greensboro well there was i can't say there's no snow down in greensboro ever because there was snow down in greensboro the day i left which was you know telling me head back home i guess so with that being said i want to thank frank Calbufo for being a part of the show west Tennessee wildcats boys ice hockey head coach who's done a tremendous job And I mean, can you say enough about what Frank's done in 29 years? I I don't think we can. I don't think there's enough time if I did shows for the next three months to talk about what's been done at West Genesee, all the players, all the student athletes, everybody that's been on staff, everybody that's helped, all the volunteers, you know, to to those of you at Shove Park that are, you know, standing there at the front door and helping out to all the parents and the guardians and the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles and you know, the community in general, you have been tremendous. And what a story to tell again. And, and again, I mean, when I get to live these moments sitting on the couch at the Wildcat Sports Pub, where we spend every month with West Genesee, when I get to sit there on the couch, and I get to talk to teams like Frank's team, and they tell you what they want to do, and what they plan to do, and what they believe they're going to do. And then weeks later, you see it all come to fruition, you go back to that moment and you say, wow, these kids had that vision, that mission, that belief, that desire, that want to, that faith, and then they did it. And it's, it's so special to reflect on those moments where you get to sit with them when they're telling you what they're hoping, and then they go and achieve it. A dream realized is the best dream. We'll take a step aside on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. When we come back of the WWE NXT, Odyssey Jones joins us to speak on his wrestling career and so much more right after this.
3: Carvel Dewitt, it's what happy tastes like. You know why? Because we eat ice cream. Creamy,
0: rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or iced milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream.
3: Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvalite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, Carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. wit It's what Happy tastes like.
4: Cafe Kubal offers same-day local delivery of our products, offering no delivery charge for Onondaga County. Shop CafeKubal.com for fresh roasted coffee beans, cold brew, travel mugs, and all your essential Cafe Kubal needs. Cafe Kubal, coffee for the soul.
0: Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is proud to be both it is that marriage that you've been looking for for years the wildcat sports pub is your home base 487-2222 for the wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant welcome back here to wake Up call with dan tortora inside of the cafe Kubal studios hanging out with you where sports truly meets that thing called life we appreciate you Hanging out with us every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on Wake Up Call inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Can't thank you enough for being a part of the show and spending some time with us every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Facebook.com, YouTube.com, both backslash Wake Call DT. Now on Podbean Live, we've been with Podbean since 2012. We're live with them now monday through friday from 9 a.m to 11 a.m eastern time on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com so however you're connected with the show we appreciate you being here hanging out with us for sports Meets life it is my honor and my privilege inside of the cafe kubal studios to head to the next portion of mon kettle corn and popcorn factories what's popping we have odyssey jones here with me we have done things sitting next to each other down in florida we've done things on the show. And I have the the opportunity to bring back Syracuse Orange football alum, Amari Palmer, who you now know as Odyssey Jones of WWE NXT, quote, your future favorite, here with us this morning. Odyssey, how we doing?
5: Ooh-hoo. What up, Dan? Hey, I got to admit, Dan, that was amazing. That whole, how you did that whole line and everything flowed perfect. That was great. Great job. That's, I pre- tough to that's tough to do right
0: there. Well, you know, man, I, I appreciate it. You know, I I, I feel like I've learned. I, I know my Odyssey Jones WWE NXT, your future favorite. I know, I know where things stand, and I appreciate you. I'm happy for you, and you know, I, I know that uh, you and I were talking uh, a few months back about the people that believed in you from the beginning with this wrestling career and what you wanted. One of them being Seamus Shanley. You came up for his wedding, and then you went back down to Florida, and you and I went live from Hooters I Drive in Orlando right after that. Now he's having a baby. What are your thoughts on Mr. Shanley being a dad?
5: First, congrats to him and his missus, and second, I did, I'm shocked it took so long. I thought it was going to be, like, instantly.
0: <laughs> I, didn't
5: think, I didn't think he'd give it so much time after the wedding. I thought it would be so much faster, which does a lot, because he really didn't give it any time after the wedding.
0: Yeah, so Ed <laughs> coming from Odyssey Jones here. Big shout out to Seamus Shanley and the Shanley family. So tell me what's going on, Odyssey. How you been? How you doing? I, You know, you and I were talking when you were rehabbing uh, back uh, a while back during f- football season and whatnot. So bring us into what's going on in your career of wrestling, where you're at, and how things are going. Uh,
5: things are going well. I'm still kind of getting my footing and everything back in here, having matches and kind of getting to the swing of things, which is nice and feels good. I know it's that time of year where we're kind of um, picking up and ramping things up going into WrestleMania, so everyone kind of does a little bit more and is a little bit busier these next you know, month or so in the month of March to April. So it's a good time. It's a good time to be wrestling. It's a good time to be a part of wrestling. And I'm just happy to be back and able to do stuff
0: you know and and bring bring me into the get back you know when you step back into the ring when you have when you you know when you had the opportunity to find your way back and you took that opportunity and you worked for that opportunity i'd love for you to paint the picture of the get back
5: um yeah of course uh it's it's really just patience and consistency i guess just like anything else uh Difficult and good in life. Um, it, it takes time. I can't really rush anything because you know, you rush an injury, now you have another injury or you re- hurt yourself or something like that. So, just patience and um, a lot of consistency. Like I said, you know, doing my routine daily, doing my movements, my stretches, my cardio and things daily to kind of maintain upkeep and the work on my body and have my body, you know, flowing how I need it to flow.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and it was, what, three days ago that uh, we're looking up here, and uh, you went up against Von Wagner. Bring me into this fight and just what your takeaways are from this. I'm sitting here watching it in the studio this morning. Well,
5: appreciate you. Appreciate you checking out. Yeah. Uh, you know, Von Wagner's a tough dude. He's a, He's a tough dude, tough competitor, big, strong man, but he had what it takes to hang with odyssey jones that day so i'll, I'll take the win uh, i took advantage of whatever he had going on his distractions and i'll i'll take the win and, and keep it pushing hopefully build a little momentum to another win today uh, or this week when i when i get back at it and get back in the ring
0: and you know being being back in the ring and and having you know this moment to continue to do what you love like you said we talked about the get back when you step back in the ring and you got to look around. What was the first thought on your mind or the first feeling that you had when you walked back out and got into the ring again? Just what that moment meant to you and and what was on your mind when that happened?
5: Uh, I was just saying, thank God, honestly. Um, it was a sigh of relief just because it was such a long process. And throughout parts of it, I kind of doubted myself and didn't know if I would be back Feel how I felt prior. So I just said, you know, thank God, took it step by step, day by day, went out with the moment, and just kind of gave my all and things are seeming to work out as of now. So I'm going to try to keep that going and keep the positive energy and momentum moving in the right direction.
0: Here with Odyssey Jones on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora this morning inside of the Cafe Cubal Studios. Odyssey, you played offensive lineman at Syracuse. You're a big dude, yet you. Pretty agile, bouncing on them ropes, man. Tell me about that. <laughs> oh, I'm alright. I'm alright. Right. I, I do
5: what I can do. Um, you know, the athleticism from the field and from years of sports and stuff definitely helps. Uh, the movement's a little bit different. It's a little bit um, shorter and burstier than football, which is nice and up my speed. It's it's, it's up my league. So you know. It, I'm not doing as much as it looks like I'm doing, but I appreciate you and I appreciate the love that
0: Yeah, you know, and, and and Odyssey when when you reflect on, you know, who you are as as a fighter, who you are in this ring, you know, what you bring to the table in wrestling, how would you describe to somebody who's never seen you, what what is an Odyssey Jones battle look like? Um,
5: that's a good question. Uh I I I'd have to say, uh almost like a like a mauler, like you know that movie you know that movie cocaine bear that's out
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's like that it's like
5: being attacked by a a cocaine bear you're just there and you think things is going sweet and i'm just on you and catch you with some speed and and strength that everyone knows i have and take advantage of the situation it's not a tough day in the office it's not an easy day in the office when you're with me that's sure
0: yeah, you know, and, and everybody's looking to to find find their footing, find their place, you know, find who they are in wrestling. How have you evolved your personality as Odyssey Jones?
5: Um, it's interesting you say that because I feel that it kind of evolves with me naturally as I grow as a man in life. So my approach kind of changes in ring, kind of with how things are going on in my life. outside am Um, Things are kind of, I'm looking at it a little bit more calmer. I'm looking at it a little bit more uh, pragmatic, as in I'm trying to get to my end goal, which is to win every time and try to find the most consistent, effective, and efficient way to get there. So um, I think the evolution and the time comes, it just kind of grows all in one. Me as a person, as an individual, and also me as a worker and a performer for WWE.
0: You know, when we see you and me mention of this, and like I said, I'm sitting here in the studio. I implore you all to check out these fights you go to YouTube and search Odyssey Jones you could check out a bunch of these uh, recent fights back on February 7th of this year we saw you go up against Channing Stax Lorenzo and I love what you said about you know the movie Cocaine Bear I'm like that because the broadcaster the commentator at this fight against Stax said he's like a big angry bear and I don't know if you if you know that he said that during the fight but you know back in February, he compared you to a big, angry bear, just like you compared yourself to the cocaine bear this morning.
5: Yeah, because, I mean, because I am, a damn near way as much as a bear. And <laughs> I really think if I go one-on-one with a bear, I could probably take him down, you know, a little cub or something. So, uh, I think, uh, I think it's a good, you know, a good description and a good kind of top, like, off the top of the head explanation of how I am and how I look and how I am in the ring.
0: That coming from odyssey jones here this morning on wake up call with dan Tortora, wwe nxt your future favorite we got a question for you this morning and it comes from greg it says odyssey where do you see your career one year from now do you visualize plans to be part of wrestlemania xl in philadelphia april 2024
5: Brother, i've been wanting to be a part of wrestlemania xl since i was a child that was the one that i always felt you know, I had to be on because it's it's Excel, It's larger than life, and there's no there's no one larger than larger than Ozzy Jones in the W W E. It's, it's a big man's world, and that's my opportunity. So, yes, a year from now, I see myself being at WrestleMania XL in Philly. I see my family coming to see me perform. My family and friends in the area see me perform for the first time on the grandest stage on the wall, on the biggest stage on the wall in front of. You know millions of people and get kind of immortalized with you know one great match or one great moment toward wrestlemania i'm I'm excited for it i'm working towards literally 40 since i got here that was the one that i needed to be a part of and um you know i got a year to make it happen
0: and and you know how do we how do we get there on this road odyssey from where you started to where you are now to wrestlemania xl How do you envision getting there? What are the steps? What do you need to do to make sure that you're at WrestleMania a year from now?
5: Uh, Well, first thing, first and obvious thing is stay healthy. That's always, you know, availability is the best ability in everything. So stay healthy. Um, Second, just keep working, you know like i said before it takes patience and consistency and you know i have to do the same things on the daily to improve and take steps in the right direction and the third is is honestly just be me take the, the gifts from god that's given to me and and accentuate it and highlight it and bring it out to the world and let everyone give everyone opportunity to see who i am how, how i feel and of a bit of the energy that i bring to the area to the arena when i'm there
0: odyssey jones here with me this morning on wake up call with dan tortura you know odyssey when when we look at where you've been and being down in florida down in orlando we know that that's a mecca for amusement it's a mecca for entertainment what has that been for you how has that helped your career in your opinion to be in Central Florida, to be in Orlando, to be in a place where so many people come from all over the world, to see entertainment, to be wowed. What's it like to be in a city like that?
5: Uh, it's it's interesting. It's, um, I've, I've grown to love Orlando as a city, as a place, and Florida as a state. I think, um, One of the beauties of it is like you said, this is a big entertainment kind of city, a touristy kind of town, which is nice because you get a good mix of just everything. You meet people and they give you good ideas. You meet people and they do things that might spark up an idea in your mind or say something that sparks up an idea in your mind. And having so much entertainment in here, we're all kind of, even though we're individual and unique, we all have kind of overarching kind of similarity of you know, trying to be charismatic, trying to be appreciated from the world. So we all have kind of a similar approach, which is fun because, you know, you you create uh you create a bubble and you create a world with people with very similar kind of dreams, thoughts, and aspirations. So it's nice to work together and see what happens and have ideas bounce off of people and things like that in the, in the area.
0: <laughs> Where have you felt? that you have most excelled like where do you feel like your career has improved the most from when you and i talked back in what august time of last year
5: um most excel uh confidence i think even prior to the injury it took me a little while but um I still feel more confident in myself than ever. I still feel like I'm a valuable as an individual and as an asset to WWE. And I still feel like I have a lot of growing to do and a lot of learning and a lot of uh, effect, positive effect on people, on the wrestling community and the WWE universe.
0: WWE, it's it's so large, it's so vast, there's so You know, it's not an exact science of how you become one of the players on that center stage. What have you learned about how to play a game and how to find your road? Because it's it's almost like in the world of acting, right? When you look at movies and whatnot, there's no exact science of, getting into a movie there's no exact science of being on the wwe international stage what have you learned about how to get there when it isn't a clear path from one to two to three
5: uh i learned that everyone has different opportunities and everyone has different god-given chances and abilities and um one is to not compare yourself to others because I am no one else. I'm, I'm only me. Uh, two is to be patient and to be uh, like, I I keep saying it's my third time saying it to be patient and consistent because life has a funny way of flowing and of, of, you know, having highs and lows that kind of make people quit. But, um, you gotta be patient with it. And three trusting yourself and trusting your abilities when the opportunity comes you know you can't doubt yourself there's already enough doubt in the world for you know whoever hating on you in terms of maybe another performer wishing they had your opportunity or a fan that just doesn't like you but just don't doubt yourself and just you know be confident in what you do and your ability and be ready for the opportunity whenever it comes
0: and for you, honestly, what's up next? When? How can people? You know, if somebody wants to come out, they want to see you live. What can you tell us about what's to come? Oh
5: man, that's that's a breeze. If you're in, if you're ever in Orlando, we can get you a link. We got free tickets for Tuesday night at the Performance Center at eight p.m. You can come watch us live. Bring the family. It's a great kind of um, week kind of part of the week you come down for disney and then end with a great nxt show or you get out here for disney and start with a great nxt show uh, locally we have shows on weekends um they change from spot to spot so that might be a little bit not more difficult but just a little bit more scheduling and planning which is easy to do but same thing uh, a local venue come in grab tickets watch the show bring the family and enjoy enjoy a good time with us
0: to someone who's never seen nxt in the wwe world how would you describe the environment and the feel of being inside of one of those matches
5: Um, i'd have to say electric it's 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 a smaller not a smaller venue but yeah it's a smaller venue so everything kind of feels personal The fans there that are at the shows consistently support us so much and bring the energy and the love day in and day out. So it's great. It's great being there. It's it's nothing like I've ever experienced before. Um, it's, It's just a great time.
0: We got another question that came in here, Odyssey. Is there anybody in the business currently that you can attribute your success and future success to moving forward? Is there anybody in the business that, that you feel has carried you along or helped you along there's there's
5: too many people um you know from coaches to 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 fellow friends to to keep me kind of positive that's that if i if i answered that question it'd be i'd be here all day listing off names of of people who taught me how to work who helped me create ideas who helped keep my you know mental health and keep my confidence to help you know trainers who help me rehab, to to coaches who help me ease back into it, to workers who help me get in the ring and and tr- train with me and try new moves and learn new things. So it's just a it's a lot. It's a uh, you know there's always more than one person that goes into everything, and you know outside of God, you you know it takes a lot of people to kind of influence you and to kind of help you grow to the way you 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 need to be to be where you have to be so yeah it's it's a lot there's a lot of people that's taking part in small different ways you know just giving a little bit but every little bit you know a little a whole bunch of little sips eventually fills up a cup so every little bit kind of adds to it
0: yeah i love that uh, every every little sip fills up a cup and i can appreciate that you know you spoke about faith and, and we've talked about god before just what it means to wear that on your chest and to keep that at the center of you how important your faith is and and how that can be a light in the darkness when you need some direction
5: uh i mean that's everything because you know i've been fortunate to be blessed with a a great life so far and i hope that the the ride continues for a long time to come. But um I fully understand that there's powers that be and things that happen in this world that I can't control. And um those things have been conspiring with me to kind of bring positivity and happiness to myself and also to to kind of go through me and to bring that to other people because sometimes people um people doubt it and I think people fear deferment to a higher power and people fear the thought of lack of control over their life, but you know you just got to stay focused you got to understand what's going on and you have to understand the bigger picture and when you start getting out of the selfish kind of closed-in mindset and you start seeing the bigger picture you start understanding how the world works in conjunction for everything it works together for good things and bad things to happen it's a good thing to good people and bad people but you just have to understand the bigger picture and how it all works and kind of what um you know what kind of dictates it which i feel and in my short time in life i I feel it's i feel it's god
0: yeah you know i I agree you know there's there's i tell people all the time if you want proof i got it you got to sit down and hear it but it's real and you know in in odyssey you know we've talked about confidence we've talked about you know being there for yourself and being positive has there been a moment or two in life where you felt like it it was hard to be positive that you've had to take yourself out of the proverbial black hole have you, have you felt that and if you have felt that how do you continue to bring yourself back to a positive mindset in a world that seems to enjoy the negative
5: um, great question yes I feel that well, not all the time but yes I do feel that But um, I think um, the the easy way to do that, and for everyone in this world, is be grateful. Stop focusing on the negative and focus on the positives. No matter who you are, no matter what's going on, there's always something positive to to be focusing on. And if not, you know, just be appreciative that you woke up in the morning and try to make it the best day in a way of saying, basically, and saying, for the opportunity thank you for the opportunity i'm gonna go give my all i try to be awesome so yeah it's focusing on on just being grateful for
0: life and and living in that in that being grateful you're in the ring you're having a good time you're thankful for the opportunity and whatnot as you are in this ring we see the odyssey jones that's yelling that's vibrant that's angry that is this cocaine bear that we talk about but then i know this other odyssey jones you know that behind the scenes is is calm and philosophical and deep so how do how do you bond all of that together odyssey how do you bring that together into one full person when you are this deep thinker this philosophical person this faithful person and at the same time you are a cocaine bear <laughs> um,
5: that's, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, I always felt that uh you know Odyssey and O'Rourke are just it's one and the same. It's, it's it's literally the same thing. Odyssey is just a reflection of kind of my I don't want to say childish nature, but my childish nature me having fun and being excited for the moment. And then, you know, Amari kind of has the conjunction of all the moments of, of everything good, bad, and indifferent that happened and everything kind of stacking on top of each other like like layers on a cake. So, like, I think, um, you know, there's a reason for that. And I also feel, and I, I kind of learned that, that, um, you know, my perspective and my lifestyle and my everything isn't for everyone. You know, so parts of me that, aren't accepted from other people which there's going to be parts of everyone that aren't accepted from everyone is kind of just with omari and the parts to the, the world needs to see to push me forward as a, a personality as a character as a uh, as a performer as a wwe superstar is all built and rooted in odyssey
0: you know and in odyssey jones here with me and odyssey uh, before i let you go you know you and i the last time i saw you and I was down in Orlando for a minute. You said we're going to get you out, Dan. We're going to go out. We're going to do some. We're going to do some somewhere to have some fun. We didn't go out, man. So here's a question: Are we going to be doing that the next time I come down to Orlando? Is there going to be some Odyssey and DT time? Is what I is what I want to know.
5: When do you come? When's the next time you come down? Do you have that already set up and
0: everything? I, I should. So I, they're they're within these next few weeks. Or month or so. I'm looking at a couple different things, so I, I need to get myself down there. And and I'm looking at a, a few different dates. I don't have an exact date locked down, but I know that I I know that I uh, need to get myself. Down. I'm getting the itch, again. so I have I got a few things on my plan.
5: And I don't see how you deal with that cold up north. <laughs> on that. Once you come down, man. I mean, you definitely got to show I'm, I'm, i wish i got you to a show last time last time was tough because i, I literally came straight from the airport yeah. to the um to the interview last time was a very interesting time with the flight and everything leaving um samus's wedding but no this time for sure we go out we'll do something have some fun meet some people um kind of move around orlando's a, a city it's not the largest city or uh, you know, wildest city in in the world. It's not even the funniest it's not even the largest city or craziest city in the state, but, you know, <laughs> you can definitely come out and have some fun and meet some people and, you know, it's always an interesting time for me stepping out, honestly. So next time you're down here, we definitely got to go somewhere besides Hooters and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and see some stuff and see some people and, and enjoy it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's when, you know, you and I going out is like, when the rock and Kevin Hart go out, you know what I mean? Because you see, cause like, listen, I'm confident. I love myself. I'm happy with who I am, but you see Odyssey Jones and then you hear me behind him going, listen, wait a minute. What this one it is. <laughs> that, that's how I feel it. But man, I, we definitely, you know, I got to take you up on that. So I will be down soon. I do want to see a show and I would love to know you know, what it's like to ride around with Odyssey Jones a day in the life. would nice for you and I to kind of just have some time together because we've never had, like, a, a full day to kind of just be and, yeah. and get to know yeah, each yeah. other that way. I think that would be fun. Yeah,
5: I mean, it'd be, I think it would be a good time. I, I, I mean, it, don't, don't gas it up. It ain't going be anything too crazy, you know. You're not like um, – <laughs> hanging out with uh you know one of the presidents or anything but <laughs> it it'd it be a, a a fun time it'd be an interesting time i, I do like having I'll, you know interacting with people and kind of just going with the wind and doing whatever so it, it should be enjoyable for sure
0: yeah i think i think we i think the rock and kevin hart need to put need to be put on some type of alert because odyssey and dt are coming it's going to be a different world so i, I uh some competition coming they got some calm so that being said, Odyssey Jones, you get the final word, Odyssey. So I want you to tell the people, do your thing. Let's you know get a feel for Odyssey. We got shows coming up. We have opportunities coming up. We have you as you evolve here and grow. So you get the final word to tell the world who Odyssey Jones is whenever you're ready.
3: Cool. Great. Hi,
5: right. Odyssey Jones is an individual walking the path, going through the journey of life. Just like everyone else, uh, the beauty of it is, is that you know you get to kind of see everything. And uh, I'm kind of an open book. I can tell stories and moments that happen, good, bad, and different. But through it all, you know, I, I think I want to be able to show and reflect that um, faith, love, and care is not gone in this world; that it's still here. And um, that no matter what happens, all trials and tribulations and, you know, Lord knows I've gone through um, positives and negatives short term and long term. um, But through it all, you could keep your head high, you know, be proud of who you are, um, love who you love, be, be who you are and let the world interact with you in your truest form.
0: Odyssey Jones faith love positivity that was great that was beautiful man you know what every time i talk with you i get amped up so i'm in the studio right now i'm ready for a fight it's tuesday so i mean (laughs) it's you know it's tuesday morning i'm sitting here in the studio i got snow outside i'm about to go outside punch some snow but i mean (laughs) but but you know what i mean you know you you definitely you bring that love, you bring that positivity, you bring that that good energy, that good flavor, and 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 I can't thank you enough for for connecting with me again. Let me tell your story, trusting me with that, and building our friendship, and and I just I want you to know this, uh, Amari, I want you, Amari Palmer, Odyssey Jones, all together in one. I want you to know this. I can't wait to see you, number one, but I, I really need you to hear me on this thing. You inspire. Energy, positive energy, good energy. You inspire me to get amped, to get up there, to get ready. And if you can make me feel like that through a phone, I can only imagine what you make people feel like in a ring and what you can do to inspire people around you and and to really build your brand and who you are. I'm I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And I'm proud to be your friend. So above everything else, odyssey i want to say thank you this morning because i'm amped and i'm i'm going i'm ready to go make a hype video right now because of you <laughs> hey it's no problem man. i wish um
5: i wish the schedule because you know the schedule kind of kept changing day to day i wish the schedule was kind of different i wish i didn't get like not wish but if i had a bit more free time we would have been talking longer it's always a great time talking to you it's never like ever a burden to me it's just sometimes i will admit i'm just You know busy and just tired (laughs) like like, you know it's tough being the high energy guy when you're kind of not always high energy so yeah but uh thank you thank you dan thank you for having me i loved every second of it it's always a pleasure talking to you it's always an honor to be on the show and be a part of what you're doing and watching it grow and and everything
0: well thank you i appreciate it omari palmer odyssey jones go see him wwe nxt get the Get down to Orlando, see these fights, and you can be sure that we'll be doing some fun stuff soon. As always, Odyssey, I appreciate you. Of course, brother. Have a good one, man. Yeah, you too. Take care. That coming from Odyssey Jones once again here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. You might know him from Syracuse Orange football history as Amari Palmer. And Odyssey Jones, you know him in WWE NXT. Uh, fantastic human, uh, man of his word. And he did. He was at Seamus Shanley's wedding. It was crazy because I went down to Florida when Seamus was getting married up here. And, you know, Seamus and I are friends as well. And so Seamus getting married. I was going down to Florida setting up for the college and pro football week and that we were doing at Hooters. I drive to Orlando. So I'm down there doing that. And Amari and I, Odyssey and I, were supposed to, he's supposed to be my first guest. And the flights got all messed up and there's different things going on. So he literally went to the wedding, had that weekend, got a flight, flew. I was talking to him when I was at Epcot because I was down at Epcot. I think it was Sunday. I was down at Epcot. We were talking on the phone, trying to figure things out. He got a flight, got down. And then thankfully, we moved our showtime to lunchtime. And for that week, for 12 to 2, we moved it to. So we could be with people at for lunch and because they open at 11 and our show typically is obviously 9 to 11. So we changed the time and he was able to get back. He had like an hour and he came from the airport to come do the show. And we had an incredible philosophical, deep, funny, real broadcast. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's awesome. So I know that I can function on no sleep. I also know that uh, odyssey jones can too so big shout out to odyssey the big man that's my dude watch out kevin hart and the rock big o and you know the big o show and dt are on their way so uh and you know obviously i'm all about being original so we're not trying to copy nobody not trying to be like that we uh you know i'd make a joke about the rock and kevin hart but we're coming for you as as odyssey jones and and dan tortora dt so i uh, definitely appreciate you all Thank you all for, uh, for tuning in and getting to hear the story of Odyssey. And big thanks to Odyssey Jones for being awesome. We're going to take a step aside for a fast break. We'll be back after this. Plenty more coming up. We have two teams from the same school vying for state titles this week. In the final four for girls basketball in New York State, we have Liverpool Warriors. In the finals for, In the final four for boys basketball. For states, we have Liverpool Warriors, and they're both going to be joining me, the head coaches, after this fast break. We'll have Mike Wheeler first for girls basketball, then boys basketball. We'll have Ryan Blackwell. I am ecstatic. I've gotten to be with these teams, again, like with Frank Calbufo. I got to, you know, we do our Liverpool High School show every month on site, on location at Avacoli's on 7839 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York. I have sat with this Liverpool girls' basketball team. I've sat with this Liverpool boys' basketball team, sat with Blackwell, sat with Wheeler. And now these two coaches are leading their programs to their respective Final Fours in states. They're in the semifinals with an opportunity at the finale and state titles. For them to both be going after a state title in the same year together is incredible, it's remarkable, it's beautiful. And I can't wait to tell the story, continue to tell the story, after this fast break on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports truly meets life. Once again, Mike Wheeler coming up, and after Mike Wheeler, Ryan Blackwell, as the Liverpool Warriors vie for a girls' basketball state title and a boys' basketball state title in the same year, both in the Final Four, both coming up this week, I can't wait. So with that being said, we'll take a step aside here inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. and We want to thank you for being a part of Cafe Kubal by going to 3501 James Street, 324 West Water Street, 401 South Salina Street, all in Syracuse, New York, as well as by going to 343 Fayette Street in Manlius and their giant behemoth of a brown striped building, the Welcome Center of Manlius. As all roads converge into Manlius, it's right there and you can't miss it. It's a double-decker cafe, so head out there, 343 Fayette Street in Manlius, and on the corner of Route 11 and Taft Road at Sweetheart Corners in North Syracuse in their drive through location. Appreciate you all, and we'll be back with so much more coming up. We've already spoken with a state champion head coach. We've spoken with your future favorite, Odyssey Jones, and we have two more coaches coming up vying for state titles this year. I'm telling you, folks, you got to listen central and upstate new york we got a lot going on a lot of great positives a lot of great coaches a lot of great student athletes a lot of great schools and plenty more right after this avicoleys located on the corner of route 57 Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York has been your trusted neighbor for decades. Located just steps from Liverpool High School, we're happy to have the Liverpool Warriors on-site, on-location broadcast at Avicoli's through Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every single month, featuring student-athletes, coaches, and administration throughout the year from Liverpool High School. Head out to Avicoli's today on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York, open Tuesday through Sunday for lunch dinner and drinks. We'd love to see you out there. And of course, you can call them at 315-622-5100 for takeout delivery and catering. That's 315-622-5100. And also find them on myavicolis.com. That's my A-V-I-C-O-L-L-I-S.com. Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to canine campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? (coughs) So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York and see canine campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin. The grand cabin or of course the luxury cabin because if you know lily you know she loves luxury <laughs> now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days call canine campground at 315-299-4013 that's 315-299-4013 their drop off and pick up times are monday through sunday check canine Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number nine, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com.
1: When you're going out of town, bring your dog to 9 Campground.
0: PB&J's Lunchbox, the food truck that you love finding all throughout Central and Upstate New York, now has a street-side cafe. So when you're craving their traditional favorites as well as their out-of-box amazing menu items, you can now head to 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York. Located just minutes from the highway, the thruway, Destiny USA, and Onondaga Lake Parkway, PB&J's Lunchbox Street-side Cafe is there for you Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner all throughout the day. Get breakfast for dinner, dinner for lunch, whatever you fancy, including their award-winning grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Find them at 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York. PB&J's Lunchbox, where we love to know what's in your lunchbox. This is a special message from 317 at Montgomery restaurant owner, Joel Carpenter. Open Tuesday through Saturday for your dining pleasure on 317 Montgomery Street in
2: Syracuse, New York. We wanted to be a part of the resurgence of Syracuse. We saw uh, a lot of money being put into bringing people back downtown and thought that, you know, we'd like to be a part of that. I love putting together a good dish where people see it first, they fall in love with it, and then it tastes just as good as it looks. We wanna provide the best food in Syracuse that we possibly can, and we want you to leave here talking to your family, your friends, about what you had to eat first and foremost, but also our service, and to walk out feeling like you're part of our family. I work out in the front of the house a lot, and I love walking to every single table, asking them how everything is, and people looking at me and smiling and saying, this is the most amazing short rib I've ever had. This is the most amazing filet I've ever had. And Donna is great. Sarah's amazing. Thank you for coming over and talking to us. And I'm truly happy for the experience that they've gotten.
0: 317 at Montgomery Restaurant, part of the fabric of downtown Syracuse, located on 317 Montgomery Street in Syracuse, New York, open Tuesday through Saturday for a unique and memorable dining experience. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Hanging out with your sports meets that thing called life, and we appreciate you being here every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time inside of these Cafe Kubal Studios. You're with us on YouTube.com as well as on Facebook.com, both backslash Wake Up Call DT, and you're with us on wake up call dt.podbean.com so however you're connected with the show we thank you so much for tuning in and for being here we have had a tremendous broadcast already and we have two coaches to speak with that are vying for state titles still here on the broadcast so I'm so honored so privileged as always we were talking off the air and and uh, building a friendship with our next guest has meant so much to me and we were talking about a bunch of different stuff we could have just Sat on the phone and caught up. I figured maybe I should include you all in it around the country and the world. And that is with uh, Mike Wheeler, the head coach of the Liverpool girls basketball team, heading to the final four, the semifinals of the New York State playoffs, with an opportunity at a state title in his first season overseeing the program. Mike Wheeler did incredible things with OCC, putting them on the map and raising them to be ranked top in the nation, top three in the nation, the amount of wins that they had, the incredible recruiting that they did, and everything they put together with it, the coaching staff, and just the history there at OCC. Then he comes over to Liverpool, and that positive history continues as the team is en route to a hopeful opportunity at a state title, and they will have their crack at it with the Final Four game coming up here this week so with that being said i introduce reintroduce for i think this is his 1000th and 22nd appearance on wake up call he's if if his appearance is to wake up call to jim Bayheim's wins i think they're pretty close and i'm very happy to have wheels back on the show mike wheeler the head coach of liverpool varsity girls basketball wheels how are we doing
4: hey dan how uh, how are you doing That's that was quite the introduction there and again <laughs> I don't ever like being on the same plane as uh, Jim Behan because that's a high, high, high spot to catch. Uh, he's definitely a, a legend, and uh, I appreciate the thousand twenty-two uh, <laughs> times, but uh, that's uh, that, that puts me at a very uh, old age if, if we spoke that many times. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, Wheels has been on the show for, for a while here. We've gotten to spend a lot of time together. And, you know, we were talking off the air, you and I, about the fact that, you know, you've given me the, the great privilege and the honor with the, the show that we do monthly at Avacoli's that is exclusive with uh, Liverpool Warriors Athletics. You've given me the opportunity to speak with your team and be around your team uh, so many times and, and to be able to come into practice this season, to be able to sit with these young women and to sit with your coaching staff and yourself has meant the world to me. And, you know, to be able to tell the story from physically being within the story means a lot. So, you know, before anything else, and before we talk about the state playoffs, I want to say thank you for once again, uh, allowing me to be around one of your programs and to really get to know the people that are behind this incredible season.
4: Well, uh, you bet, Dan. I mean, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's great, and I appreciate all you do and um, your, your hard work and, 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 you know, everything, and inviting us and, and being there and supporting us, and uh, it's, it's been really nothing but great stuff for um, the Liverpool community, um, both our basketball teams, both programs. Um, it, it's just uh, great to see people like yourself um, always supporting um, not only liverpool when i you know that, that i'm there but also when i was at occ you just did a great job um, and i appreciate all that you do so thank you
0: well thank you for those words mike i i appreciate it it's it's you know when you have such great coaches and great student athletes it, it makes it makes it easy and you know there's there's been tremendous people that have built up this community that is my home and means so much to me you being one of them and you know, I, I know that you give credit everywhere else, and I know that your team's got to play the game, but what what a fantastic run, and so far, with more fight to be had here by the Liverpool Warriors, what has it been like to coach this group? Of, of all the teams you've ever had in your life, collegiately and, and now in high school, what has it been like for you, what has been the challenge for you this year of coaching this specific unit?
4: Um you know i i think the big thing with this group is um what i enjoyed is is you know the fun aspect of it they're a, a fun group of kids you know and um i i think if you're the challenge portion of it would have been you know you're you're playing for a, a new head coach at the beginning of the year um taking over program and i come in and implement a whole new program um whole new offense whole new defensive scheme um a a whole different realm of everything you know and the one thing for what i'm just so happy um that these kids and i give a lot of credit to what they've done is how hard it is to do something like that you you go from one system to another system in one year and they bought into what we do you know and that's why we're playing for a state championship is they bought into my system you know they like playing the way i i've always liked to play with my, my with my programs we go up and down we're high energy we we we're trapping all over the floor we just do um defensively is how we create our offense and it's it's hard to teach especially younger groups this scheme and the fact that they've picked up on it is just outstanding and i I give them so much credit for you know they 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 could get to a point where it's like you know i don't want to do this anymore i don't you know but they believe you know we're you know we're, we're we're playing this defense majority of every time we step on the floor and you know it doesn't matter if teams have a couple successful possessions against it, you know, they continue to battle and and it happened the other night in the state regional quarterfinals. You know, we, they were breaking our, our our zone down a bit and um, we weren't, you know we weren't in the right spots but you know we take timeouts we talk about what we need to do defensively um and where we need to be on certain possessions and they go out and they do it and and they we got three straight stops on three big possessions and you know we win a state state quarterfinal game it's just the fact that they just keep working and they don't don't ever give up and you know they they're just they're just a great group of kids to coach
0: yeah you know and this this run for you. I mean, with with this group, I've gotten to know their personalities. I've gotten to be around them, and you know, get a feel for who they are. How would you describe it? How would you describe the the room of personalities that you have here? Because if anybody goes back and watches our shows, which I'm going to share again this week from Avicoles for those of you that might want to see it again or, or those that may have missed it, there's there's so many personalities on this team, and it's a delight to be around them and to get to know them, and at the same time, I I can uh, I could probably admit that I'm sure that uh, that you have an interesting practice or two with the uh, with the different different personalities you have. So I'd love for you to describe what the what the group is like through your eyes.
4: Well, you know, it, it's it's funny, but I mean, you, you deal as what you deal with it with you know, any team, you just have a group of different personalities and you have to find a way to, to make sure they all blend together well. And that's the making of a good team. And that's great. And everybody, everybody's going to experience that as a, as a coach, you're going to experience teams with so many different personalities. And what, what's great about our group is the fact that we, we all have our different quirks and stuff like that. And, you know, but each person knows how to deal with them you know you know you know someone might you know crack a joke about you know something that you know they think is funny and then someone else is totally different cracking a joke about something else that doesn't really make sense to the situation but it's her way of cracking a joke but we all get to know why that person does that or why they have that certain mannerism um and it's it's great to um it's great to see that and you know what I like about it is we can have fun you know we always meet in the middle of the circle before we start practice every day and it kind of gives us time to just kind of talk about whether it be our day or some things that might be on our mind or jokes that everyone has um, and then I give them time to get it all out and then we get to talk about the, the practice ahead of us and you know some of the key um things i want to work on or we want to work on as a team and then we get to work you know and it's it's that's that's what's fun about this group and that's how you're dealing with these different personalities is you let them kind of show it and give it at one time and then you shut it down and then we go to work and that's pretty much what what they do how we do things
0: yeah, you know, and and when you have like that, you said you get together you and and you are able to talk about your day, you're able to talk about what's going on. How important is that for you as a coach to have that time in a practice where you can come together and say, okay, you know what, we worked on this drill, we ran, we went over this, but now it's time to kind of just be a family in the sense of let's catch up. How's everybody doing? What's going on? How important is it for you as a leader of any program to show your team that you care and that you want to take some time to see how they're doing outside of basketball?
4: Well, I think it's important for any coach. You know, not only should you be able to coach on the floor, but you should also be able to coach off the floor. And you know, I get to—I don't get to spend a lot of time with them in school. You know, I'm not around them all day, um, so you know, that time we have in the circle, whether it be ten minutes before practice starts or as they shoot around and warm up while I come into the gym, you know, I, I try and make a point to make sure they all see me. I say hello, you know, you know, we'll fist pump, you know, house things and then the circle gives us, you know, a good ten minutes to, you know, if I'm if anyone has something to say or, you know, and usually it's different people every day. You know, you have your you have your quiet ones that really don't talk a lot, but, um, you know, I have, I have, we have a thing that we say before every practice starts, uh, you know, we have a word of the day and, you know, it's, you know, it could be energy, it could be motivation, it could be focus, it could be so many different words, you know, and I always tell the girls to, to make sure that you're ready. Cause if I call upon you, I want to, I want a good word and it's a different person, you know, every day. Um, but we have a senior uh caitlin fico and and she's quiet you know but hard-working kid and she she works hard um but she she's like she she has she has a dictionary in her in her head so it's funny everybody there's there's one or two that that are pretty good about coming up with it but every time i pick out someone that has no idea they look right at her and she'll whisper it and you know it's and they're like thanks thanks kate you know and um and, and then we'll say the word, that person has to say the word, but I'm like, boy, girls, it's a good thing that, that FICO here. Otherwise you guys would be the lost. Um, <laughs> yeah. but you know, she's, uh, you know, so it's, it's nice. And you know, we, we take the word serious and that's what we want to do throughout the practice. If it's a focus, we, we talk about our word, you know, let's stay focused for the whole practice. If it's energy, let's have energy the whole practice. Um, so it's, it's a good thing, to, uh, that I, I've always done. I did it at OCC. We always start in a circle and, and talk and, um, get ready for uh, get f- ready for good practice after that.
0: Yeah, and here with Mike Wheeler, the head coach of the Liverpool Warriors girls basketball team with an opportunity here at a state title in his first season as the head coach of the varsity team heading to the Final Four this week. And two of the guests that I had the last time we were at Avacoli's and would love to speak With you on them is is your assistance that you have, with that being Kyle Crescenti as well as Holly Sleeth, and I know that uh, Holly, you know, we talked about the history and that she played for you and and whatnot. Just what Kyle and Holly bring to this program and their special touch on this year's team.
4: Well, the great thing about them is, you uh, you know, start with Kyle first. Kyle is... Um, an experienced, you know, young basketball coach that's been around the program for several years. You know, he's he's had most of these, uh, you know, almost all of these girls have played for him at a younger level starting back when they played modified ball. You know, Kyle was around and kind of saw them up through the JV level, and now he's been at the varsity level for the last two years. So it's great to have him because he knows, you know, we just talked about, you know, personalities and and the way that the the girls play and, and, you know, what they did for, you know, when they played for him. So it's great to have him to kind of, you know, he knows, you know, he knows the game, he knows the way they play the game. So it's, it's great. And just, you know, to have someone talk to, you know, to have both of them, Holly too, um, on the bench it's great to have a conversation you know we talk all the time during timeouts we'll talk throughout the game and then you bring holly into the mix of things and holly's been holly's played for me for two years at occ she knows my system really well um she knows what i like to see from my players um so I, I, to have her there to kind of you know um push the same system that i that i teach um to the girls is, is great as well so it's a great complimentary group, um, to have. Um, and, you know, we wouldn't be where we are. Um, if I hadn't had them, Holly's great with, um, all the little things that we do, um, you know, just has got to keep me organized and Holly's always able to keep me organized because I'm, you know, I'm focusing on some coaching stuff and, and you know all the uh X's and os and stuff but she she just does a great job all around with being part of practice and and doing all the other little things too so i appreciate the both of them they're, they're great great coaches to have
0: you know and, and and having having that supportive coaching staff and and having you know your supportive family i want to go to that side of it as well the boys and your wife i i know that uh i know today on a snow day you have you have some other duties coach i know that uh, you know you told me i hope you don't mind if i if i share this but your honey do list has has been set out for you today i guess so what is what does that list contain for for a day away when you have a snow day what is mike Wheeler doing at the house are we shoveling what are we doing no
4: the, the good thing is to get the driveway plow. so that's the that's that's one good thing i don't have to do but it doesn't mean that there's there's nothing else um inside the house it needs to be done you know this is the time to fix things as you ha- as you know you have three boys um and sometimes our house turns into a hockey rink which they all three of them play hockey um and you know we pretty much they know that you know hockey is supposed to take place in the basement because our basement's unfinished and they have their shooting room down there and so on and so forth but at times for some reason the hockey sticks and the pucks <laughs> end up in the living room upstairs and um you know, and then there's a lamp that might be broken and there's like a glass that might need to be fixed. Um, so, you know, barring those major situations, you know, it's, it's, it's all the, you know, upkeep of the cleaning and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, it's cause you don't get that much time during, you know, the season. And, you know, um, my wife's just uh, a principal, um, and, you know, the boys are playing hockey and I'm coaching. So the weekends are pretty much full of things. So, you have to uh, you have to take that time when you have it to, to kind of catch up on things, laundry and stuff like that. And um, so there's a list of things, and then you got to make sure the boys are occupied, and um, otherwise you'll have more things broken. Um,
3: <laughs>
4: but uh, it's just it's just doesn't stop in the Wheeler house, and um, it's not a bad thing. It's uh, it's 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 always uh, entertaining and um, always. You know, we talk about hard
0: work. It's hard work. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the, the balance of, of, of all of this, I mean, you and I have been through, you know, I, I think, I think you retired for a shorter time period than Brett Favre and, and, and I, and I credit, and I do want to make note of that, but it's like you had that time during COVID you stepped away, you had some time. And uh, and went out and did some things with the family and you continue to do things with the family. But, you know, I've chronicled the Danny. I'm going to finish up here to my joke of saying, call me when you come back to then we talked when you came back to now you're vying for a state title. It's been a very unique and interesting run for you. And I believe I clocked your retirement at 12.5 seconds. So I just wanted to know if I was
4: accurate. Uh, i guess you were close i'll (laughs) give you close you know i think i had six months or so to kind of ponder retirement and then enjoy it you know and maybe even a little less than that three months but uh you know it's just uh we always talk we always talk about you know things you know things happen for a reason um you you just don't know where you're going to end up you just don't know what you know what Things happen in your life, you know. Decisions you have to make, you know. But the opportunity that that is, has arisen um, for me to to coach at Liverpool um, and, and Ari uh, Lieberman giving me opportunity in the administration uh, to lead these uh, lead the program. Um, you know, I'm ecstatic for it, and you know the opportunity that we have ahead of us to, to win a state title is just. It's just an aw- It's been an unbelievable ride, and you know. We're just excited that we have that opportunity as a group um, to win a state title.
0: Yeah, you know, and this is this is a wonderful, wonderful moment for you, for the community, and for obviously the school, and, and for this team specifically for girls basketball. So before I let you go here, Mike, just what you want to say to the Liverpool community, their support, what you have learned of of how they interact with your team, how they show up, what they do just what it's been like to really dive into the Liverpool community over these last couple of years and especially this season.
4: Well, you know, I think, you know, you always talk about fans and support and and the administration, um, coaches and everything. Um, And I think that's really been what has been the best about this community. Um, You know, at our home games, even on the road, um, just to see the crowd. Get into every basketball game that we play. Um, It's like having that six man. It's like having someone right there with you every step, and they've been great. Um, And the the best was this last couple weekends when, you know, we won the first sectional title in 16 years for this program. Um, To look back in the stands and just see the elated, you know, the parents and, and the administration and everyone just cheering. And then having being back in the same spot this past weekend and and then state quarterfinals, it was just um, one experience that, you know, you'll never forget. You know, I mean, this is the first time the Liverpool girls basketball program has been in the final four since 1988. Um, They have a lot to be excited about. They have a lot to be happy about. And you can tell by, you know, the support. I get text messages all the time from everybody in the district and some teachers and, um, you know, just congratulations. We're so excited. I'm going to be following you. Um, you guys have just been one, one heck of a run. So just to hear all that from from everyone in the community, um, it, it's, just, it's just been a great, great year um, and a great season. And, you know, make me feel welcome in my first year as head coach as well. It's just been special.
0: You know, you talk about first time since 1988, just what that history means to you and what it means to these girls to be doing something that hasn't been done in such a long time for Liverpool girls
4: basketball. I mean, that's, I mean, I was a sophomore in high school playing basketball myself. So <laughs> uh, that, that, that also makes me feel real old, you know, and, um, just, uh, you know, I, we earlier in the year, about a couple of goals that we had as a basketball team. And I know we talked about winning a sectional title being one. Um, and, you know, we, we gave ourselves that goal. You know, we won a sectional title. And I talked about being a program changer. You know, change the program. You know, 1988, last Final Four appearance, 16 years, last sectional title. Be that team to change the program, and now the younger group of kids coming up, that we have some great basketball talent at the younger levels, um, show them what they have to look forward to and give them that opportunity uh, down the road to possibly play um, for a sectional title.
0: That coming here from Mike Wheeler, uh, Mike with this game coming up here at your last game, and what you want to reflect on here, When you went up against uh, Albany high and defeated them 56 to 51 just what you can say about this matchup specifically gutting it out and finding a way in a two possession game down the stretch to move forward
4: you know we talked about the first half of play um we just didn't play well um you know we we hadn't played well in the first sectional in the sectional final game against cns in the first half, too, and same thing happened against Albany. Um, we just it, it took a little bit to get going, and again, we talk about we're a defensive-minded basketball team, and we we our offense just drives off the way we play defense, and we kind of just we kind of just you know we were we were slow to get going. Um, we got out rebounded on the glass against Albany. Um, and they made it real tough for us to, to get into our offensive sets, to, to score um, again, generating any offense. That was an issue with us in the first half, but you know, we were down 27 to 18 and, and with like a three and a half minutes to go in the um, second quarter. And we went on a um, seven, nothing run to, well, seven, two run. And I, we got it to three at the break. And that was a good run for us. You know, we had a big three, um and we got a stop and, and a score and, and I think we got a bucket just before the, the break in the first half. And you know, we we weren't very good from the foul line. We finished the game sixteen for thirty-one from the line. Um, so those are all things that I talked to the girls about that we we can control. We wanna control the things that we can control. Sometimes you can't you can't make all the shots, sometimes you're gonna miss shots, but we can control if we make a layup we can control if we make a foul shot we can control if we rebound a basketball Um, and those are the three things we didn't do well um and we gave them a lot of extra possessions um in the first half but i thought we got it together in the second half and you know we tweaked our zone a little bit and um we got those possessions off the glass that we needed um we got the defensive stops that we needed and we got a couple runouts that kind of got us going um and you know you you ask for big plays down the stretch um you have um a senior and a senior leader in the Bay bay you know she finished the game with uh 18 points and 16 rebounds um and you know jakira stackhouse another senior with um you know 10 points and 14 rebounds um so and and then some of kids hit some big shots for us our point guard Gianna Washington hit a huge three for us to get the game to one um you know Kay Sweeney a junior she you know she had two foul shots we were up one with you know 16 seconds to go she hit two nothing but net didn't even touch the rim um and just before that get, she had a lefty runner in the lane to get put us up three like those are huge possessions um that that we didn't have um in the first half and to have those possessions down the stretch um, in a game like that was was big for us, and I just I, I give credit to that. You know, they they just worked hard, they battled, and uh, defensively we were phenomenal in the last three and a half four minutes of the, uh, the fourth quarter, um, and that was what's going that was what won the game for us. Is, is defensively um, we were great, and that that needs to continue if we want to get ourselves to play for a state championship. Our defense has to be great can't be good. We have to be great.
0: Coming here from Mike Wheeler, Liverpool Girls Basketball head coach. We know that this coming Friday, folks, just a couple days away, not that far away here, uh, Friday, March 17th at 8 p.m., Hudson Valley Community College, uh, Section 1, White Plains, and the winner will go to Saturday night's title game at 845. What do you know about White Plains that you can tell us, wheels, and as well as uh, why people should come out this coming Friday, March 17th at 8 p.m. to Hudson Valley Community College?
4: Uh, well, you know, White Plains is very similar to what we saw um, on, on this past this past Saturday. Albany and White Plains uh, played earlier in this year. Albany came away with a victory over White Plains. But White Plains is a very similar basketball team. They're gonna pressure us full court. Um, they're gonna pressure the basketball all over the place. Um, they're going to make it difficult for us um, to get into our sets, um, you know. And I think for us that that we have to be able to defend, you know, and defend great, just like I said before. Um, so we can get our offense going, um, and and we want to go up and down. We want to play fast, and you know, if if we can do that, um, we'll have success. Um, they do have a they have a guard that's. Um, going uh to rider on a full ride d1 scholarship to rider she's a one heck of a point guard um two guard and point guard she shoots it well um she dribble penetrates but they also have girls that can, can knock down the three from the perimeter they have a six foot post player inside that makes things a little hard for us um to score inside but you know we have to be we have to be aggressive inside offensively we gotta we gotta win the glass battle for us um you know, those are some of the keys if, if we want to find ourselves in a state championship game on Saturday night. That's what we have to do um, to be successful. Um, for, you know, I mean, the fans and the, and the community to come out. I mean, there's there's nothing better than watching uh, watching a team that, that has an opportunity that, to do something that hasn't been done in a very long time and possibly win a state championship. Um, so, you know, if I can say anything, that would be <laughs> – uh, the, the number one thing uh, to to be a part of it and to actually watch it live. Um, and you're going to see a really good basketball game.
0: And coming from Mike Wheeler here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Wheels, as always, I appreciate you. I'm happy that your retirement, unretirement happened at the time that it did so that we could see this. And, and for you, for Kyle, for Holly, for the entire team, for all the student athletes, for, you know, just the Division One caliber talent that you have, on this team and and for the fight that you've had all season long it's been special it's been great to see through my viewfinder and this friday night people got somewhere to go somewhere to be and a big game to be had so big shout out to you and to the girls giving my best and i look forward to seeing y'all soon talking with y'all soon and and as always uh, god bless the run man you you have you've done so much for our community and i'm so happy to see what you're all going to do and this team has been tremendous Personalities, the fight, the desire, the want to. It's been great to be around them, and I'm so proud of them as I know you are. So, thank you for everything, and, and thanks to the team as well.
4: And thanks as always. I appreciate it. All right, I'll talk with you soon. Take
0: care. Take care. That yeah, coming from Mike Wheeler here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kuball Studios, hanging out with you where sports truly meets that thing called life. And we're going to jump into our next conversation immediately here as we have an opportunity to speak with the boys basketball side of things at liverpool high school as we get into our conversation with ryan blackwell so liverpool warriors boys basketball head coach both of these teams vying for an opportunity at a state title in the same year remarkable to see one team do it even more remarkable to see both teams do it in the same season and this has been a wonderful run for ryan blackwell and liverpool warriors boys basketball so with that being said is my honor and my privilege to welcome ryan back to the show and uh, so many great things going on here in our community including this warriors boys basketball team with another opportunity at a state title so let's bring him in ryan how are we doing today good how you doing i'm doing well and first and foremost congratulations on the advancement to where this team is and uh, and i know this has been an incredible run and an exciting run for you and the guys so you know emotions wise bring me to what's going through your mind what's going through your heart how you're how you're handling this really special run as this team has an opportunity at a state title
6: yeah the guys are excited we're excited um you know, every year the, the goal is to win as many games as possible you know last year we came up a little short regionals and we lost seven seniors and then up losing two guys to prep school um they would have been starters so we, you know we weren't sure what we were gonna have, and uh, you know, during the summer we had Andreo and Bruce and Jadir, and, you know, Luke and Jason and other guys. Um, and I said we'll have enough to compete as long as we stay healthy, and uh, we'll see what happens. And you know, the guys have worked hard; they've bought in; they've listened, and um, here we are.
0: Yeah, you know, and and from the beginning of the season to now, Ryan, you know where where have you really, you know, when when you dissect how this team has evolved to where they are today in that evolution what are some of these pieces that were at the beginning of the season teachable pieces that you were hoping would get implemented to things that you've actually seen happen what are some of those things that have come together for the team this season
5: Uh, well we
6: defensively we've really gotten better and better locked in I think that's where we've really become a great team on a defensive end. Offense comes and goes, but we're committed to playing on the defensive end. We have guards that play 94 feet for 32 minutes. Uh, They don't give opponents anything easily. They're physical, they're athletic, they're tough. And with Andreo in the back, you know, anchoring our defense, averaging five blocks a game. Sometimes he has seven, eight, nine blocks. Um, So he's really instrumental, but just overall our defensive effort, our communication, the way we've gotten better defensively, has really been the key.
0: You know, when we look at that. You know, focus on offense, but you know, I think good coaches, great coaches, focus on defense. This defense for you and, and what it's been able to do for you, like you said, the ability to block those shots and what the things that you create in the 94 feet of defense that you're going to bring each and every night. How 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 much fun has it been with this specific group to run the defense that you run?
6: When a team is bought in like that, it's it becomes easy. The you know, things I've been teaching, times I've been here, we do things a little bit differently defensively. You know, we blew everything and shape everything away from the middle, and you know we switch when we need to switch. We have interchangeable pieces. Um, you know, with our wings and our and our guards, and you know, we're athletic. So you know, when these guys are are, are talking, I have to do less coaching. Uh, that's more fun.
0: And like you said, when these guys are talking, you get to do less coaching. Uh, To see that leadership on the floor and to see people become that floor general, that floor coach for you, uh, who has really surprised you in that sense that has become so vocal this season?
6: Uh, Freddie Fowler is a sophomore. Stepped right in. Uh, I played JV last year, and he he was a starter from the beginning. Um, He's a blue-collar kid that just wants to win. And for a sophomore to step up like that, he's vocal. You know, he gets the guys going, he plays defense, he does all the little things, takes charges. Um, so he's really been uh, very instrumental in our run, uh, not just in the playoffs, but throughout the season. Uh, and Ajadir Reese has really grown. I mean, this is his third year of varsity playing for me, but he's really grown this year, um, taking that leadership role on both ends of the floor. Offensively, he's gotten better. And defensively, he's been much, much better. And more disciplined and more consistent.
0: Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Coop Ball Studios this morning with Liverpool Warriors boys basketball head coach Ryan Blackall. Ryan, to to step away from this team for a second. I don't know if you you heard the news. It was nothing big. It wasn't carried internationally or anything. Uh, some guy, Jim Beheim, he had coached for a little while, and uh, and he he decided that he was going to step away. I, I don't know if that news had carried over to Central New York from Greensboro, but. Your take on, on Jim, he was your coach and, and all jokes aside, forty seven years, incredible coach, eleven hundred and sixteen wins, final fours in four different decades, made it five times, won a national championship, coached team USA, you know, it knows what it's like to win a gold medal in the world game and in uh, so much more. I'd love to get your thoughts on Jim.
6: I mean you said it right there, his track record is degree um, his resume speaks for itself he it was great to play for he's done great things on the court won obviously second most all-time in wins um but what he's done for the community for syracuse for the university uh, you know for all the players that have played for him and very loyal person um he deserves a statue which i'm sure he'll get and a parade at some point so he's put in that's unheard of, what he's done, uh, will never be done again. Um, it's just that longevity in any sports, in any uh, business, any profession. It's just you don't see that very often. That's very rare.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you being a head coach, I mean, in today's day and age, 47 years in one place as a head coach, then an assistant before that and a player before that, I mean, you, you coach this – this game, you love this game, and, and you're with it day in and day out. Can you even fathom what it would be like to be on the other side of 47 years?
6: No. It's, that's, it takes a lot of coaching. You have to be patient. You know, it can be stressful at times, and there's a lot to deal with. And families that have families that have kids. I have a daughter now, so I know what it's like to, to coach at the high school level and have a kid, but he's at the collegiate level. More games, more stress, more pressure. So, to be able to do that for a long time and sustain that um, consistency, which he's really had for the most part, besides a couple of years, but uh, you know, it's remarkable.
0: Here with Ryan Blackwell, uh, speaking on Jim Beheim. Here for a, a second, you talk about you know what it's like to to be a head coach. What have you learned about yourself from the time that you know you first came back to Syracuse, and you and I spoke about you taking over the Liverpool program to where you are today. You've already won a state title. You have an opportunity to, to do it again. What have you learned about Ryan Blackwell, the coach, in these last few years?
6: Well, it's always a learning process. I'm always learning and trying to improve no matter what. What want a state title, but we want to win more. Um, and the game evolves and changes. So as, as the game changes, I had to change. And culture changes, kids change. Kids are different now. They were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You know, when I was in high school. Um, so you just have to evolve and adapt and adjust and continue to grow. And that's what I try to do every day.
0: And, and how have you seen yourself evolve? Where have you adapted? Where have you evolved and adjusted that you think has been maybe one of the biggest parts of your success?
6: Just trying to learn more about the game every day. Learn and watch different, you know, watch games, watch film, um, pick up things from other coaches, Go back and watch film from you know years ago to now, changing up offenses, changing up maybe strategy or style, making it more simple. Um, you know, just trying to just trying to continue to develop my craft and be better and better. Develop players to be more patient uh, if that's possible. Because I'm usually a patient guy anyway. But you know, like I said, it's just a it's a daily growth process. Just trying to be better and better every day
0: yeah you know and and in and in that in that process, Ryan, you know, like you said, normally you're a patient guy and you know you're a student of the game watching it and whatnot. You talked about the the student athlete, you're right, and how the student athlete has you know changed over time. How is it to coach today's student athlete and how have you had to adjust? like what do you have to change in the specific delivery of teaching nowadays as a coach?
6: Uh, you just have to keep their attention it just depends on the, the the kid every kid's different um this is a social media uh era where everyone's a star because they put you know a couple highlights on youtube or video and the parents think they're all superstars and the greatest thing since michael jordan but you know i, I care real with them i'm honest with them and uh whether they like it or not they're gonna have to deal with it because that's that's just the reality of it you know that's the way i coach i don't you know i don't sugarcoat it i tell them the truth i'm honest with them but i love them at the same time and uh, i think they respect that and that's you know i have to be true to myself and that's really what it comes down to
0: you know and, and, and being true to yourself being you know unapologetically ryan blackwell how would you describe what it is to to be you to be unapologetically you what is it about you that is non-negotiable as a coach as a person that you keep with yourself at all times
6: i mean i think i just you know said it um i'm just honest I, I don't know how to that's just my personality i just try to be honest i don't lie to the kids um we watch film you know and we we point out flaws and mistakes and not to say that i'm always right because sometimes i point out things during the game and we'll go back and film and i say okay i was wrong on that and you were right um it's not like i'm the dictator uh, but I am the head coach. But we can we sit down and we talk about it. I watch film with the guys. And we have conversations. And it's not just coach player. You know, I'm a mentor to these guys. And, and they understand that I'm trying to win. But at the same time, they understand that I care about it. I care about them. And I'm passionate about them. Just as I'm passionate about coaching basketball.
0: And, and in making this run to where you are today, can you go back to – a moment or two this season, be it in a practice, be it in a game, in a win or in a loss. Do you have a, a place this season that you felt was a turning point for the team?
6: Well when Andre went down and we had to, you know, figure out who we were without him. Um he was out for three games. We lost or we won. We beat FM. We lost to Green Tech by a few points without him, which we should have won the game. And we had a bad game against him but We figured out some things about who we were you know, individually as, you know, our our players individually and as a team. So when he came back, I think we just improved and we got better and better from there.
0: You know, and you discuss, you know, that that game against Green Tech. You had the opportunity to go up against them again and, you know, to be in a situation to advance this late in the season. Bring me into the – when you got to see Green Tech – Again, and what this what this game sixty five to forty nine has done for the team at this point that next opportunity to see a team that you had seen that you do know and to be able to you know this time around get the victory over them.
6: Yeah, we lost to them last year twice, uh very close games both times uh, at their place, and then in the regionals in overtime, uh, which was tough last year, and then obviously here again and. You know, we wanted a shot at them again. We were kind of paying attention to what was going on in Section 2, and they had been playing well. They really rolled through uh, their sectionals, and they beat CBA Albany in, the, in their sectional finals by like 25 or 30 um, and handled the number one team out of their Boston Spa. You know, they had them down 20 and ended up winning by one, but they were playing really well. So we were excited to get another shot at them. And like I said, defensively, these guys were motivated, and they really locked down on defense and made it tough for them. And uh, came out with a big win.
0: You know what it's like to be there in 2018. Here we are in 2023. What has changed in the, in the world of high school basketball? What has stayed the same as you're trying to make this run again?
6: Well, uh, for us personally, we're just a different team. Our chemistry is totally different. You know, that, that team is very senior heavy. Uh, this team, like I said, we have a... Um, one seniors two senior starters and two junior stars and one sophomore uh, we have a lot of juniors um, role players coming off the bench so we're a lot different we're a lot younger uh, but talent-wise and I think defensively overall we might be a little bit better than that team from top to bottom um, so that's that's a big difference for us uh, but again it's just Basketball is basketball. You know, whenever you're at this level and this stage, everyone's playing well and should be playing their best basketball. So, regardless who you're going to play against, it's going to be it's going to be a tough game, tough opponent.
0: And coming up this Friday, March seventeenth at one p.m. Eastern time, North Rockland. Just what you could say about this upcoming matchup and this opportunity in the state semifinals here in the Final Four, with an opportunity to head to the championship.
6: Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, we we'll watch. Uh, watch a little film. We will watch film as a team tomorrow, and break down. You know everything that they that they bring to the table, and figure out what we need to do, and go from there. It's uh, but the, the guys are hungry. They're excited and looking forward to it.
0: And I, I gotta, I gotta ask you before I let you go, Ryan, uh, Adrian Autry. You know, obviously someone that you built a relationship with, and you know have a connection to. Just what your thoughts are on him taking over the program, because. As you vie for this state title, you're also a Syracuse Orange basketball alum and connected to this family. We spoke on Jim Beheim. would love to get your thoughts on on Red taking over.
6: Yeah, great hire. Um, obviously, Red's put in the time, alum, alumni who's been there for a long time as well. But aside from basketball, Red is a great person. He will connect with the kids. Obviously, that's why he's a great recruiter. They respect him. You know, when I go to practices and I watch him, you know, work out the guys and just his interactions with people, he's just a down-to-earth, easygoing, approachable person, which is, uh, you know, great for him and an easy fit. And you can see why guys are, you know, intrigued to go play for him. Kids will be intrigued to play for him. He's going to do a, a tremendous job. He still has a great staff. Alan Griffin, obviously, is my guy. And McNamara, um, great guy, too, and uh, great coaches in the own right? So... They're going
0: to do a great job. Well, I will tell you this, Ryan, and take it as a compliment—if for nothing else—that that seats op- there's a seat open on that assistant coaching staff, and so many people reflecting on what you've done as a coach over the years, they think you're deserving of that seat. So I just I feel the need to tell you and tell the world at the same time that there's a lot of respect for what you're doing at Liverpool, and it's not going unnoticed.
6: Well, I appreciate that. You know, obviously it, it helps when you're in the backyard of Syracuse. And, uh, you know, we're having a lot of success for the last several years. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I realize there's a seat open, but we have a job to do. We're trying to win a state title. And, you know, you never know what the future holds.
0: That coming from Ryan Blackwell here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Black, I appreciate you, as always. I thank you for your time. I'm looking forward to this Friday, 1 o'clock and the opportunity for the girls and boys basketball teams at Liverpool to vie for state titles. So thank you for your hard work and everything that you've done in this community. And like I told you when you came back, thank you so much for coming back here. Thank you for believing in Central and Upstate New York and sticking it out and being here with us. We are better because you're here as a coach. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. And coming from Ryan Blackwell here on the interesting, interesting, a little bit interesting. We never know what the future holds. I just, hey, you know, they got to focus on winning a state title. This team has got to be locked in and ready to go. And in the back of my mind, I've already told you guys before, Ryan Blackwell is a name to put in that pot for that open seat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because I'm saying. So, you know, I'm just saying. And uh, who who told you that uh, told you that Adrian Autry should get the job? I think that happened on Wake Up Call. So, you know, just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there because it should be out there and like I said to Ryan, if for nothing else, he should know that people appreciate the work that he's done. And I And I know that he knows that, but you know, there's nothing wrong with telling a friend, hey, I see you. And, you know, they're doing an incredible job. They have an opportunity to state title. And I hope they get there. And, you know, it's it's been a wonderful run. And you would imagine being in the world of vying for multiple state titles, gaining one, potentially gaining another one. I, I mean, in my opinion and strictly my opinion, this is not coming from Ryan. This is coming from me. If he gets two state titles in five years and gets offered the opportunity to be at Syracuse as an assistant coach, I would imagine that we're going to see that. So, you know, you heard it on Wake Up Call. Black and I talked about it. And, uh, you know, he said they they got a focus. He knows there's a seat open. You never know what the future holds. So we'll see. But I don't want to take off of liverpool i know he doesn't want to take the focus off liverpool and so the warriors going for the state title is the focus in the background maybe maybe we'll see ryan blackwell in the dome in a different way for the future we'll take a step aside for a fast break we'll come back with the ingredients to success right after this proudly presented by abacoli's where sports meets that thing called life we appreciate you being here Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, as well as beyond 11 o'clock, as we typically underpromise and overdeliver. We appreciate you being here.
4: Cafe Cabal offers same day local delivery of our products, offering no delivery charge for Onondaga County. Shop CafeCubal.com for fresh roasted coffee beans, cold brew, travel mugs, and all your essential Cafe needs. Cafe coffee for the soul.
5: Hi,
1: this is Amy from Mother's Cupboard. Furtada. We are open daily 6 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. For takeout orders, call 315-432-0942 and tune in to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora for our monthly food challenge and try our Wake Up Call signature menu item available 7 days a week. Here at Mother's Cupboard, we are Central New York and it's our honor to serve you.
0: Ma and Pa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory remind us that every day is worth celebrating. Find them at 201 Old 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. Open Monday through Saturday in-store and all the time online at maandpauspopcorn.com Serving our Central New York community and beyond, you can order all throughout the country at ma and remember to get your tins which have in-store half-price refills forever. Ma and Pa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory available to you for fundraising and all of your events by calling 315-450-6272. That's 315-450-6272. Monpa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory, how corny
4: are you?
3: Witty Wicks Candles and Gift Shop, Township 5 Camillus, where you will find handcrafted all-natural soy wax candles over 60 cents to freshen up your home. We carry a wide range of locally made items, Salsacuse, Syracuse Salt, and Chocolate Pizza Company to name a few. Let our knowledgeable staff help choose unique gifts and keepsakes for any occasion. Gifts for family and friends, and maybe a little something for yourself. Woody Wicks Candles and Gift Shop, Township 5, Camillus.
0: This is a special message from Merritt Brady, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Watertown on 1290 Arsenal Street in Watertown, New York. Chick-fil-A for me
3: has always been about the people. I think it starts with the strength and leadership of the Cathy family. That's just amazing to see a family-run business reach the altitude that they have second mile service is something that we embodied at my previous business and the ability to make people feel like they're the only person at your establishment that you are there to serve them that day and and looking for those extra ways to make them happy to anticipate what they need next is what makes me tick and i'm going to have so many opportunities at chick-fil-a to do that it's one of my favorite things to eat in the world my favorite application question or interview question when I'm interviewing is when I get to have you ever eaten at Chick-fil-A and a smile hits both their ears you know they can't even answer the question for a second and and when I see that, it's like, man, that's going to be a great hire. They already get it. They already feel it. They already know that we're different. The Chick-fil-A experience, it's a real thing. And then, of course, just our, our generosity and community involvement and making a positive impact in the lives of our team members, our guests, and the community in general, I think is, is really the, the secret sauce.
0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, hanging out with you where sports truly meets that thing called life. We appreciate you being here. Uh, by the way, uh, this is why I love doing a live show, is I have the opportunity to share live information with you. And that is, and I've already put it up on our social media, you can find it on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. J.J. Starling, who you know from the Baldwinsville Bees boys basketball team, he committed to Notre Dame, went to Notre Dame, and is now heading back home. showing upstate New York as J.J. Starling entered and exited the transfer portal very quickly. Maybe that was the 12.5 seconds that I was talking to Mike Wheeler about. And he will now be in Orange. So J.J. Starling, Syracuse now together again. Central and upstate New York, that connection, recruiting New York, supporting New York, something that I am so big on is taking care of New York State and making sure that these uh, student-athletes, students in general, are appreciated, respected, and have the best and brightest opportunities ahead of them. J.J. Starling, heading back to Syracuse, a central and upstate New York recruit who took a short detour to Notre Dame is coming home to the Syracuse Orange Like I said, going into that transfer portal and out of that transfer portal rapidly as the Baldwin'sville B alum is now going to be in orange and blue, which is what people wanted from the beginning. And you had to wait a little while. And what do they say? Good things are worth the wait. They're good. They're worth waiting for. Well, now that wait is over. JJ Starling. This is one of the beauties of the transfer portal. You know, people talk about their gripes with the transfer portal and their problems with the transfer portal and all the issues with the transfer portal. Well, when moments like this happen, that's when you like the transfer portal, because normally when you missed out on a player, you missed out on a player, and that was the end of the story. But Syracuse missed out on J.J. Starling, who went to Notre Dame. Mike Bray decides that he's going to make this his final season, and J.J. Starling jumps into the transfer portal shortly after the ACC tournament and is now going to be on the Syracuse Orange. So, Wanted to share that little nugget with you here this morning as I know that fans are very excited and very happy and very much looking forward to this. I know that personally I'm ecstatic because I love keeping New York